Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Confessions of a Personal Trainer. This week I have been thinking about my training, my nutrition. So today I'm actually starting a new training program and diet plan. Not a lot will be changing, um, but I've been quite relaxed in the last year. So I've not really followed a plan. I've not had any structure. And so today that'll be changing. So I'm just kind of just focusing on the basics really. So I'm going to start tracking again. I'm going to have a, a workout plan to follow. So it's quite exciting. And then it got me thinking how my, you know, my body might change. So because I'm probably going to be more aware of what I'm eating, my body might change. So I might lose weight. And then it made me think about how I've gone through weight loss journeys in the past where I've dieted for either a photo shoot or for the bodybuilding show. And everyone was really invested in what I was doing. And every time I looked a little bit different, so maybe every couple of weeks when you could see the weight loss and you could see my body was changing, everybody would be really bigging me up and, and saying how good I looked and all of that. And then that got me thinking about body image and body image of a personal trainer how we expect a personal trainer to look and then just our body image in general so that inspired today's topic so today I'm going to talk about body image in general the importance of what you look like as a trainer or what you would expect a personal trainer to look like feeling fat and how to overcome this statement so I hear that quite a lot I feel fat so I'm going to talk about how we overcome that statement and how social media can impact body image and what you can do to improve body image as well so gonna be quite a lot today okay then let's get started so I want to talk about body image of a personal trainer so the importance of what you look like as a trainer so this is going to be quite a personal one for me I'm thinking um but so I've been I've been overweight and I've also been underweight and with those weight changes my body image has also changed a lot which is actually fairly normal by the way so we can't expect to feel the same all the time because feelings do change and that's completely normal and it, it's fine but with these body image changes I've learned a lot along the way so I'm going to share that today now ultimately to me I know that it is knowledge over appearance so for me and my clients, I know that I can teach somebody something new. I can help them overcome a fear or a belief. I can show them how to move safely and effectively. I can educate them on nutrition and I can help them to feel good. So I know that this is more important than how I look personally, but I do think there is a pressure to look a certain way. So if sometimes there is um, a belief that if somebody is coming to me for a personal training session so a client wants to start with me they want to transform the way they look because that is usually a, a, a factor of why somebody starts the personal trainer they want to lose weight that's usually the, the main driver so if they are coming to me to lose weight there's kind of a belief that's probably ingrained into me and maybe society has has given me this belief that I should look a certain way otherwise why wouldn't why would they want to train with me why would they come to me for my help if I didn't look good enough in their eyes now that might sound a little bit crazy but I do think that we all whether we don't notice it I think we would judge somebody when we first meet them so it might be that you might see somebody who wouldn't be your typical fitness person and you might think oh I wouldn't have thought they'd be a personal trainer 
and then that thought then passes but we've probably got these beliefs that have just been ingrained in us for years because whether it's through generations or through society you know you've got to look a certain way to be able to do that job and I'm actually in a very good body image place at the moment so I feel confident with my body image to be able to help other people and their body image so I think that's quite important as well because there have been times when I've probably projected poor body image beliefs on clients without meaning to because I've not been in a good place with my body image but now I am in a very good place and that's just because it's, it changes over years you like I said at the start you can't expect to be feeling absolutely in love with your body all the time and that's not what this is so you don't have to be completely in love with your body you don't have to love everything because that's probably quite hard and no matter if you if you meet so body positive body positivity is quite popular at the moment it's quite a popular movement and I do think it is a useful movement in some ways but I don't believe anybody who says that they are 100% happy with their body because I, I just don't believe that anybody is I think you can like your body and I think it's really good to like your body and to promote good body positivity or good body image but I don't think it's possible to be 100% happy with your body but I think that's okay I think you're allowed to be a work in progress and I think you're allowed to have certain goals I'm going to touch more on that a bit later on but personally I would follow more of a, a body neutrality kind of approach because even body positivity you're still focused on the body so maybe it's better to be moving away from focusing on 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 body purely on how your body looks and even if we are saying all bodies are all bodies are bodies and we've got to appreciate every single body you're still really focused on talking about the body so you don't really get away from being body focused whereas body neutrality would practice more of a a life where you can exist without having to be obsessed with your body or be, be constantly thinking about your body whether that is positive or negative anyway that's not what I was going to say today that just that was just a ramble that just came out but um so body image when when I'm talking to clients now as a personal trainer I will notice people who struggle with their body image and whether this is because I pick up on the things that they say during a session so they might be very weight obsessed or scale obsessed or they might only touch on how much they weigh or you know I might say oh you know great session this week you should be really proud of yourself this week oh yeah but I'm still annoyed that I've only lost a pound but you know they always come back to their weight or how much they've lost or what they haven't lost yet and these things tend to pass so when your mindset when your mindset starts to shift I do see changes in people and, and it's, it probably isn't that apparent when they speak but sometimes it can become more of an issue so clients might say that they avoid wearing certain things because of how they feel or how they think that other people might judge them for wearing the outfit or they might stop going out to social events because they don't feel confident enough to go and I am careful where I comment on these things but the bottom line is I would try to encourage a client to do more things that increase a good mood. So this might be learning something new or going to a new place, picking up a new hobby or just using the time wisely, filling the time with things that bring them joy and 
happiness and then eventually body image does become less important another thing that i think about is so as some clients are very weight loss focused and there's a question that is quite interesting to think about and that is what will weight loss bring you now i'm not saying that weight loss is a bad thing because if it improves your life and if it adds value or promotes a better quality of living then that's fine this is all about doing things for the right reason so if somebody is after happiness weight loss isn't going to bring that happiness I always try to focus on healthy behavior changes, creating a good relationship with food, having a healthy body in general, because it's just more enjoyable to live in a healthy body. So, you know, when you go in on a car journey and you like a clean car or the feeling when you've tidied your kitchen and then you're in a great mood, having a healthy body is a bit like that. It's just a more enjoyable place to be. Okay, I want to talk about the word fat, which used to really trigger me. I don't know why. But if someone said the word fat, I think it's probably, it probably stems from, so there's probably from the ages of like 18 to 21. So yeah, there's maybe about three years where, and I mean, 18 year olds can be horrible, can't they? If you're on a night out, someone's like in the, in the nightclub or in the bar, there were, people were nasty. So I have got years of memories of people calling me fat. So I don't know if it's just because I have then associated the word fat with then negative feelings or like negative thoughts associations basically um but i feel okay about the word fat now because it doesn't have i don't have any attachment to it there's no emotion there with it anymore it's just a word but i know that this word is very difficult for some people and i always struggle with this comment actually because like so if someone says to me if a client says i feel fat i can't really win i haven't got anything to say here because if i say no you're not fat then you know they could think well actually you're just saying that because that's what I want to hear but then also if I did respond and said no you're not fat then it's almost saying that I would be saying that being fat is a bad thing but then if I said well yeah actually you are fat then I'd probably lose a client so (laughs) it's it's a lose-lose situation I can't really comment on I feel fat but I think it's unpicking what the word fat means also it's not a feeling so you can't actually feel fat like you, you can't feel it it's not a feeling you're probably feeling something else so you're probably sad or angry or tired or lonely so I would probably unpick what else is going on and we can often project on the body because it's easier to blame your body for feeling fat rather than admitting you're in an unhappy relationship or admitting that you're anxious about your job so I think sometimes for us it's easier to just say oh I'm fat because then you've got you've got something to blame rather than saying you know actually I'm really lonely at the minute which is a lot harder we would project on the body because it's the easiest thing to do but what we have to remember is that everybody has body fat and some people carry more body fat than others this could be due to the lifestyle habits but it could also be down to to genetics because every body itself will be different the amount of fat a person has on their body has nothing to do with who they are as a person. So this is why I'm very careful with who I compliment with weight loss. And I think I've mentioned this on another episode before. In fact, there is a complimenting weight loss episode. And because I don't want to be encouraging poor habits or reinforcing the belief that people will like you if you lose weight, because that's bollocks. People will like you if you're a good person. So you, you wouldn't speak about your friend Mary and say, 
I really like Mary because she weighs 72.5 kilograms. So it's just getting used to that belief and that way of thinking and challenge it as well. So you can challenge the thought. If a a thought pops into your head, oh, I'm really fat. Well, challenge that. Why am I feeling that way? What actually is going on? Am I having a bad day or am I nervous about something that's coming up? Am I trying to block something out? Usually it is a lot deeper than feeling fat. A huge thing that I think influences our own body image is social media. I think, you know, we are constantly scrolling and we always see things from other people's lives and then it's easy to compare. It's easy to lose sight of your own goals or your own reality because you're sucked up in somebody else's life. But actually, it's probably not even their whole life. So what we see on social media is a fraction of reality. And yet we get so consumed in other people's lives that it almost feels like it's our own. But what we can do is take responsibility of what you see. So what do you consume yourself with? So I followed a lot of accounts recently that I might have followed, you know, five or six years ago. So on Instagram, I had quite a few accounts that were all about weight loss or all about the the best ways to lose weight or the weight loss myths, things that didn't serve me anymore. So I removed them. And now when I log on to Instagram and I scroll through, I will only see the things that make me feel good or things that empower me or inspire me. And if I see something that isn't in line with my values or it doesn't make me feel good, then I will remove it or I mute them. So if if I if I don't want to remove them as a, a follower or a, like if if I think, okay, they'd be offended if they found out that I have unfollowed them, I'll mute them. If there's something I don't want to see, then I don't need to see it. And that makes me feel better. It helps my mindset. And they don't even need to know. So it's fine. So something it's important to question or something to remember is ask yourself, is this a helpful thing to follow or to see every day? So if it's not helping you, then you can remove it. But it's also important to think about where your mindset is at and where you're at personally so there's a difference between comparison and inspiration but there's a very fine line and what is inspiration for someone might not be inspiration for somebody else so I'll use an example of somebody who uploads a picture of their fitness watch and they've done 20,000 steps and an hour workout now person one might think yes amazing that's inspired me to go out and get some steps in Person two might think, well, actually, that's made me feel really guilty because I've done nothing all day. So it's all about how things benefit you personally. So you need to focus on what it is that is going to be bringing you the happiness and you the joy and what you need to see. What can you handle seeing on social media? And what is it that maybe you need to take away? What do you need to remove from social media? And also, like I touched on earlier, do more things that bring you joy. So get a new hobby, arrange days out with friends, go hiking, go for a coffee, go and see a new place that you've never been. Things that don't have anything to do with body or with how you look or the gym or eating, things that are separated from that, but things that are going to make you feel good. So I'm going to end with a nice little activity of um, what you can do to help improve your body image. This is quite a nice one as a a journal activity so a nice one to write down but also works if you're just thinking about it but I do think it's more effective if you write it down and so it's a favorite technique of mine I've used it with a couple of clients think about your best friend and list all the things you love about them so just make a list everything that comes to mind of reasons why you love them why are they your friend and then flip it and imagine that they were listing all the things that they love about you 
and I bet that how you look or anything to do with your body is nowhere to be seen on that list. I think I need to practice slowing down because I feel like that would have actually taken about 25 minutes and I've just zoomed through it super speedy. But hopefully that was an interesting episode for you. And I know that it's not it's not as easy as, you know, this is summed up in a 16 minute episode of, oh, you know, it's okay, just think about this and don't do that. It's not that easy. It is an ongoing journey. And I'm probably, I mean, this has been six years now where I've been focused on healthy habits and behaviors and this whole fitness journey and it's ongoing it's it's not an overnight thing you won't change beliefs or habits overnight it doesn't work like that but as always it is just surrounding yourself with the things that bring you joy things that bring you happiness doing what makes you happy and doing things for the right reasons as well so there isn't a right or a wrong way to do anything that's not the best approach it is whatever the best approach looks like for you So that is all from me today. So thank you so much for listening. As always, really love your support on these podcasts. So if you share to your Instagram story, please tag me. I love seeing the updates and I'll be back again next week with another episode.